Yeah, okay, man. You know, I'm back. Had to take a little small break, man. You know, get myself back set up. You know what I'm saying? Start this all over again. But where I left off, I was saying, uh, you know, me and my father and my brothers, we had a, a deep conversation, man. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I, I, I felt it. I liked it. I really liked it. And I felt like we was making progress. You know what I'm saying? Because, and I say that because, you know, a lot of things can be said and a lot of things can be misunderstood. But when you're not trying to get an understanding on what somebody else is saying or give them a chance to explain what they saying or why they did what they did, then it's just a lost cause, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a lost cause and you'll never have that type of, you know, understanding with that person and you will lose out on having a relationship with that person, you know? So I was happy, man. We was able to sit down and chop it up, you know, like men, you know, like, excuse me, like four men, you know what I'm saying? And really just try to get an understanding about each other. Even though we didn't come to a total agreement, but, you know, it still left the door open for the future. So I'm happy about that, man. And, you know, totally off subject, though, guess what? Hey, man, congratulations to Sugar Free, man, on that marriage, man. <laughs> I know a lot of the pimps mad, man. I know a lot of them down, and they down hard on them, man. You know what I'm saying? But congratulations to that brother, man. You know that man living his life, man. Sugar Free, what, 50, 51, 52 years old? And matter of fact, guess what? Hold on. I got something, I got something for that. Give me a minute. Congratulations to Sugar Free, man. Hold on. Do you want to get out? That's what Frito is ass. <laughs> right there, man. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and and this goes to what I'm what a, the message I'm laying where it's like you gonna be hold you gonna even if you don't want to hold yourself accountable, you will be held accountable for the things you say. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, ever since the news that this man done married somebody, I'm talking about, I've been getting inboxes. You know, I've been having debates and arguments about, you know, with the with the pimps. And, the, oh, man, you know, Sugar Free did this to the game. He, he, Sugar Free wasn't ever really the pimping and so on and so forth. But just uh, listen. Before them, before them pictures that he put out himself on Instagram came out, Sugar Free was the pimpin'. Sugar Free was the pimpin'. You know what I'm saying? If you was claiming pimping, trying to be some pimping, any of that, Sugar Free was on your playlist. Sugar Free's still in your playlist right now to this day. You can't have a pimp's playlist and not have no sugar-free on it. But, not only this song, but other lyrics and songs. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, the man is really uh, downplaying marriage, downplaying, downplaying uh, loving a bitch, and all this and all that. And then you turn around and you upset the, the, the you know, the pimp community. By going off and doing what you said you wouldn't do, or you was totally against and getting married. <laughs> Man, listen. I mean, I have to, I mean, congratulations to Sugar Free, man. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations to Sugar Free, man. Because guess what? You know, Sugar Free being married don't stop the game. If you the type, I'm saying this, if you in the game and you claiming some pimping, and you putting your pimping down, you putting your pee down, you hanging it up, and you upset because Sugar Free, the rapper, first, got married. Hey man, this this shit was never for you. You know what I'm saying? This shit was never for you. Because I love listening to Sugar Free. Love it. Right now to this day. Love it. Loved it back in the day when I first heard it. I'll never forget my father, I think I was in a... I'm going to say seventh grade and uh, my, my pops let me borrow his sugar-free uh, street gospel tape. Man, listen, I'm talking about, man, I probably, that motherfucking tape probably, uh, what they call that shit, uh, simultaneously combusted. I played it so much. You know what I'm saying? That shit was on repeat, man. I stayed bumping that shit. But this the thing. Sugar Free ain't never knocked no woman for me. You know, I mean, it's 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 the it's the the mood it puts you in. You know what I'm saying? If you really about the game, if you really love the game, it's like it's the mood that it puts you in. It, it puts you in the mood to, you know, to go out and try to knock something. To get slick, to get fly. You know, just like like uh Rollo. You know what I'm saying? Rollo the pimp. If you listen to that music. That type of music it make you want to get fly, make you want to get slick, talk slick, get clean, you know. I can name a few. I, you know, I got a long playlist. I can name a few, but it was like, you know, people was really up with the 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 the, the, the pimps. 
the quote unquote pimps was really upset that Sugar Free went and got married. But see, this is the thing. Like I said, Sugar Free, last I remember, did a Vlad interview. Probably, I mean, you know, don't don't fact check me, please. I mean, you can Google it. So don't fact check my dates and shit like that. But I know I've seen the interview. But the, the interview I've seen had to be at least seven, five to seven years ago. Where he was saying that he was retired. He was retired. So, a nigga that's retired in the game can't go get married? Can't do what he want to do? Probably, I mean, I, I have no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I always believe, you know, the Pippin do what the fuck he want to do. You know, in the guidelines of the game. You know, now a person, uh, a person saying out of their mouth and publicly, like, like, hey man, I'm retired. I'll retire from the game. You still can't go and find some, you can't go find love. You know, you ain't find, some of you niggas really be capping because you nigga, you love your hoe. You love that hoe. And a lot of you niggas didn't lost the you didn't lost the hoe because out of your mouth you saying out of your mouth in the circle of peas in the circle of pimps you saying oh man you know fuck these hoes I don't love these hoes man you know bitch better get my money man and woo this down the third but at home it's totally different when you leave the circle of peas you know and you go home. You got to check your pimping at the door. You know, like you taking off, you know what I'm saying, a raincoat and some boots. You check that shit at the door. And, you know, you sitting up and, you know, you, 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 uh, you kissing your hoes in the mouth. You doing everything that the circle of peas would consider unpimpish. But... You would lose that woman because you telling your pee partners, guess what? You know, it's pimp or die. Fuck these hoes. I don't, you know, this, that, and the third. But then you go home and tell your woman how much you love her. So that's going to clash. See how, you see how the shit that you say can come back to bite you in your ass? I mean, I highly doubt sugar free give a damn. I highly doubt Sugar Free give a damn about what everybody's saying. I mean, I don't even know if the man really got married. Maybe it was a publicity stunt. You know, that industry shit be crazy. Maybe it was a joke. You know, maybe you got a new album coming out or some shit. I mean, but whatever the case may be. You know, the man can do, I mean, that's a, that's a man. He can do what the fuck he want to do. Now, if you heard about Sugar Free being married, then guess what, man? Don't listen to his music no more. But I understand the concept. It's like, you know, you expecting somebody to stand on their word. You know, oh, man, you know, Sugar Free done motivated me, man, to, to get out here on the track and knock some holes. And you find out Sugar Free married. But see, this the thing, right? Once again, just 
P. Rico's personal opinion. Damn, that sounded kind of slick. I might make that another podcast or something. I'm going to holler at bro now. But anyway, it's like, I don't know Sugar Free personally. I don't know him personally. You know, he seemed like a cool brother and shit like that. But, you know, word on social media is, you know, Sugar Free got a drug. He had or, or had a drug problem. I don't know that. If he do, he do. I mean, you know, he admitted to formerly, you know, playing around with blowing shit, playing with his nose. But so did Pimp C. But Sugar Free got married and he was automatically condemned, right? Automatically condemned. From the moment he posted that shit. Now, this ain't the first time a pimp done been married. You know what I'm saying? Don Juan was married. The pimp all you niggas look up to. And I ain't saying nothing bad against Don Juan. Don Juan, Don Juan smooth. Don Juan smooth as a motherfucker. I like Don Juan because this the thing. He also preaches the philosophy of... You got to mean what you say and say what you mean and stand on it like a rock. So Don Juan never, Don Juan never uh, said he wasn't married. He never said he wasn't married. I read his book. He admitted to being married. If he's still married, I don't know. So they leave Don Juan alone on that. Gorgeous Drake. Another smooth nigga. I like Gorgeous Dre. He real smooth, very articulate brother. You know what I'm saying? But Gorgeous Dre married. Now Gorgeous Dre still attending pimp balls and you know uh doing pimp videos and making pimp music and nobody's calling him to the board to say, hey man, you know, dude ain't really no pimp and he married. You know why? Because he never hid the fact that he was married. He didn't lie and say, oh, man, I, I'm not married. I'll never get married. And ooh. I mean, as far as I know. And guess what? That new motherfucking gorgeous Dre uh, music he just put out that knocking season shit. That shit nice. That shit cold. That's in my playlist. Then every song on that motherfucker is on my playlist. I listen to it. But I think with Free... I think, you know, a person took his words literally. And maybe at the time he was saying that shit, maybe he meant it. I think he meant it. He was saying that shit with conviction. I wouldn't give a squirt of piss to say what broke bitch. I think he meant that shit, man, at that time. But we talking about a young, a young, confident, you know, a young, confident man having it his way, and it still is whatever the case. It's still his artistry, even if Sugar Free was never a pimp in his life. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying he is or not. I'm not saying he is or he ain't. I'm not saying nobody is or ain't pimps. I mean, you know, I let the streets tell it, but the image. 
you know, it's like, it was motivation. His raps, his music, you know, that shit was motivation to a motherfucker that was in the game because the lingo was like, the lingo of the music was like your theme song. You know what I'm saying? It was like your, your soundtrack. You get dressed, you put that shit on, you get in the mood. Like today for the for the young peas that's coming up today, it would be Rollo the Pimp, Silky Slim. You know what I'm saying? Larry June. That shit slick. It it puts you in the mood. It, it gets you ready to go out and get busy. But see, us as you know, as black people, I'ma say. And us coming from this street corner culture, the people we look up to, we want them to be authentic. So if you rapping about some pimping, we want you to have them been really pimped. That phrase sounded crazy, had them been, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, but it's like if you rapping gangster shit. We want you to really done, done, done been a gangster. We want you to really, you, you done went to the penitentiary. You done had shootouts. You done shot niggas and you done been shot. We want that. And when we find out that's not you, we throw you away. We throw you away. But I wonder, did the, you know, when people found out that Al Pacino really wasn't Tony Montana. He was he really wasn't a Cuban drug lord. I wonder how many people stopped watching Al Pacino movies. When you found out he really wasn't Michael Corleone, an Italian Don, who stopped watching his movies? See, this is this is the thing that's on our culture. And it's kind of like a double-edged sword because it's good and bad because we hold you to what you say. And sometimes it's ridiculous. I don't hold an actor to the character that they portray on a movie. I don't hold a, 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 a musician or a rapper to what they rapping on the track. I would I mean, don't get me wrong. I would like for it to be real. You know what I'm saying? I would like for it to be like, man, that's a, you know, he a real nigga. But if you saying something real and it, you know, it hit it hit a nerve with me, I can appreciate your music. You know what I'm saying? I can appreciate your music. But Man, I'm talking about these niggas is hurt. They heard about Sugar Free getting married, man. It's like, you know, the hero. The hero is gone. Like real, when, I think, I think like, when real people that listen to hip-hop music when I don't, and once again, I don't know if it's true or not, but when they were saying that Drake didn't write his own raps, when Drake had a ghostwriter, he lost, Drake lost some real 
hip-hop fans. I mean, it didn't make a damn difference. He's still one of the, the greatest entertainers to do it today. But he lost core hip-hop fans because it was like in, in the rap game, that was just one thing. You had to write your own shit. I couldn't write you a rap and then you go to the battle at school and rap the rap and then you get... No, it wasn't like that. You had to showcase your own skill. You know? Because you saying, I'm the best. I'm the best rapper. Not, my guy the best writer and I can rap his shit the best. Come on, man. You know, but as I said, you know, niggas like to pick and choose who they talk shit about. So, like I said, Gorgeous Dre, married. Bishop, Bishop Down Magic One was married. Couple different pimps, you know what I'm saying? Or alleged pimps was married. Nobody said nothing, nobody, I mean, but no, let me take that back. At least the ones that I named, they kept it real. They kept it real. But when you saying one thing, when you saying, when, when you are anti, you, you, you rapping this pimp shit, you anti-marriage, you anti-loving a bitch, you anti-loving these hoes, and so on and so forth. And then you get caught loving these hoes. Then you get caught marrying one of these bitches. You got to be held accountable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to hold you accountable for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Even a, even a person that said seven to five to seven years ago, I'm retired from the game. I done heard so many interviews about, you know, uh, uh, I done read posts. I done heard interviews about... How the man was never no pimp. He ain't pimping. That was that definitely wasn't pimpish. Who I'm nobody. I'm nobody's judge and jury. I mean, but I love the game. I love the game, and I kind of you know I looked at it when the person said it to me. I said, man, what the hell, is Sugar Free doing? But when you denounce it, you know, when you say, hey man, I'm I'm retired. I don't. I'm not a participant in the life anymore. You make yourself a civilian, which the man is an artist. He can keep on rapping about pimping till, you know, till kingdom come. It don't, you know, him being married don't stop his artistry. But you can't be, now you can't be taken serious in a real circle of pimps. You know what I'm saying? Especially these, the, the new pimps that's coming up now. Because they whole thing is like like they, they ain't got nothing for a woman. They ain't got no affection, no love, no, you know, it's it's work, work, work. On the surface, that's what it is. On the surface is work, work, work. I, you know, I don't I don't love these hoes and you know it's a, but behind closed doors, but listen, it's something totally different, man. I done seen some of you niggas text messages when you get knocked for the broad and you talking all that shit, you know, about uh yeah, uh yeah, bum, and you know, you talking down on the broad and all this type of shit, and she gone for 72 hours. Now you blowing her inboxes up, you know, with the, uh, do you miss me yet? I love you, I miss you, you need to come home, and 
all that other shit. Like, come on, man. You know, one thing about the old players that I liked it, and I, I kind of, I'm glad I learned from older players and paid attention to them, is they still understood that women was women. You know what I'm saying? Like, they still wanted the woman to be a woman. I see you niggas today. Now you know you, you calling you calling your game, bro. How that sound? You know what I'm saying? What, what it's looking like out there, bro? Silly as a motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole other show. You know what I'm saying? I had to I had to down there, you know, get one of my young P guys in here, man, to to you know, chop it up with me and shit, man, and get my my take, well, get his take on how the game is today, how they operate their game today. Because, I mean, it looked it look real crazy to me, but shit, I don't play the same game that they play. You dig what I'm saying? But ultimately, everything I'm saying kind of go together where the words that we speak build and destroy what we trying to do. It manifests our reality. Even the words that I'm speaking right now, somebody going to understand it and it's going to touch somebody and it's going to change somebody's life. It's going to change somebody's perspective on, you know, and they're going to be more careful about the things that they say, the things they let come out of their mouth. And some people is just going to be like, man, I'm not listening to that shit dude talking about. Dude don't know what he talking about. Either way, I'm good. I like it. I love it. Listen to the show. You might catch some. You might not. But my words are not to deliberately destroy anything except confusion. The best thing I can ever give anybody or anybody I love is understanding. I may give you an understanding that you will never understand me. Or I'll never understand you. But as long as we got that understanding, we making progress. And I feel like I just confuse people with that. But it is what it is. You know? I remember on The Godfather, uh, it was a scene on The Godfather where Santino had brought, I think his, I think his name was Barzini, to a meeting with Vito to try to, because Barzini wanted backing or sponsorship to get into the drug game. So if you ever watched the movie, you knew that. Vito Corleone was totally against drug selling. So he didn't want to get into it. And, you know, uh, Barzini was trying to explain to us. So Santino said, wait a minute. So you trying to tell me that we going to get three million back on our Vito automatically cut him off. And he said, man, listen, you know, as you can see, I spoil my children. They speak when they supposed to be listening. That was cold game. And after everybody left, he told him. Don't never let nobody outside of the family know what you're thinking. Because whatever you're thinking, 
It's just a thought until you start speaking it and manifesting it into reality. I can't sit around a nigga all day that's, that's constantly crying about being broke. Because you're going to stay broke. Man, I need to do this. Man, I need to do that. Man, I need a breakthrough. Instead of, man, you know what? Today I'm finna go. I'm, I'm going to get some money. I'm getting some money today. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to do this. I'm about, like, them be the niggas that be having shit. Not only do they got the attitude to win, but they speaking it into existence. Man, these niggas haters. Man, these niggas be haters. and It's everything negative. And then you wonder why all this negative shit is happening in your life. Because you constantly... Speaking negativity into your world, into your reality. You ask, you ask the creator for things. Don't even know it been given to you. It might not be laid in front of you, but opportunities start to present themselves for you to get to it. But you're not paying attention because you constantly speaking negative. You constantly feeling negative. And I get it. I used to be one of them people. I remember Tupac had a verse. And he said, one life to live, it's so hard to be positive when niggas shooting at your crib. That's cold. Because it's a lot of niggas reality. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of niggas reality. You trying to do something positive, but you surrounded by negativity. And there's nothing wrong with taking yourself out of that environment. Taking yourself away from them people that's always speaking negative. Always talking down on somebody. Always judging somebody. Ain't never got nothing positive to say. Even when somebody doing something good, they still can't, they can't hand clap. They can't give no praise. They wondering why they, man, why the fuck dude get that? I know that nigga ain't having no money like that. How you know? How you count the next man pockets? And you will find yourself, if you the type of person that be around this, Around these people that do this, you'll be next. You'll find yourself doing that shit too. You'll find yourself sitting up saying, man, like, man, nigga, took a free, ain't no pimp. <laughs> man, took a free, made a buster ass, a, a buster ass tramp. He wear the square. Took a free, ain't no pimp. Man, do you know Sugar Free personally? Have you been with that man his whole life? I just listened to a whole... Honestly, I just listened to it. And I ain't, ain't going to expose the man's name because I don't know him personally, you know. But I listened to his show on YouTube. And the man just did like a damn near three-hour segment on how, you know, a lot of... The man basically named every rapper that he felt 
wasn't some pimping. Now these rappers rap about pimping. They give off the persona of pimps, but he's a man, and he ain't no pimping. He ain't he ain't this pimping. So one caller, yeah, he had like a little call-in segment, right? So one caller kept called in and really kind of drilled him on that shit. Like, man, who is you? Like, man, who is you to say a nigga ain't pimping, man? Who who basically blessed you, the game guardian, to sit up and say that every last one of these niggas ain't never really pimped? So instead of the man really having a, a articulate answer, he tried to beat around the bush and say some other shit and mute the man call it's, and never really give a valid answer because there is no valid answer. You really on some hating shit. You on some hating shit. These same niggas you talking about, you don't know. Maybe you knew some of them. But you don't know all of them. You don't know. You didn't know these niggas to say who was and who wasn't pimping. Man, I didn't. Man, listen, man. You know, I know real pimp. I didn't pimp side by side. With, okay, they didn't pimp side by side with you. So can they turn around and say that you ain't the pimping? Because they didn't pimp with you. You wasn't in the circle they was in. Keep your mouth off niggas, man. That's what's wrong with these niggas today. You talking to you, that's not manly at all. You talking about the next man business. Now, have I set up and said, have, have I personally set up and said, oh, man, yeah, dude, they, dude ain't no pimping. He ain't got no pimping with him. Yeah. But it was niggas I pimped with. It was niggas I was down and around with. For me to see and be like, oh, nah, man, you know, this nigga, nah, this shit ain't for dude. It ain't for him. I'm not finna sit up and say, man, because Snoop Dogg is a rapper. He wasn't no... I don't know if he was, if he wasn't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I can't say, oh, man, you know, Larry June is a pimp. Larry June ain't a pimp. I don't know that, man. I like listening to his music. He got some nice music, a couple songs kind of motivate me when I'm getting dressed and some more shit. You know, it give me an idea of what I'm finna go out and make my day look like. Rollo, Silky Slim. I like that shit. Jay Diggs, all them niggas in my in my playlist. But I, I listened to a whole motherfucking segment, man, a whole interview with this man basically said, oh, man, dude, I mean, there ain't no pimping. Niggas ain't no pimping. Niggas ain't no, man, come on, man, you know. I don't, I don't understand it, man. You know, if I call it like that, it means I done been down and around with you. And it's still just P. Rico's personal opinion. Just my personal opinion. And I learned to keep my... Per and I'm still learning this, my people. I'm still learning this. I'm learning to keep my personal opinion to myself. Because you'll begin to think your personal opinion is engraved in emerald tablets. And it's the truth. And your personal opinion is not the truth all the time. It's just your opinion. So sometimes you got to keep it to yourself. And move accordingly. And if I keep pausing, man, I apologize. You know, but... 
I'm smoking this cigar. And it's a fine one. You know, my brother got me into this shit, man. And I thank you for it. Because it really put me in the zone, right? It really got me in the vibe right now. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop it, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm speaking to men especially because we are held to a different standard than women. Emotion, emotions will make you say shit that you don't mean. But when you thinking logically, your words are calculated. You don't talk when you don't have to. You're not just spewing shit out of your mouth because you know how to speak the English language. A man acts accordingly. You know, you're not walking into a room and talking to everybody in the room if there's no if there's nothing to benefit from it. This is the way men think. At least that's the way I was taught. You think about being somewhere, being at a club or being at a, a, a social gathering, a party or something like that. And it's always a couple loud people. In the function, talking loud, really saying nothing. And they do it for so long that people just stop paying attention to them. Like, eh. you know, you always got that drunk uncle or that drunk cousin, you know, a drunk auntie. They get a couple shots in them or whatever, and they go off on a rant. They just get to talking. They just get to talking. They, they exposing family business, family secrets and shit. And then the next day, two days later, when they didn't sobered up, they apologized to everybody. You know, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to say that. I was drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You probably have ruined somebody's life, man. You didn't sat up and told the cousin who mama is really his auntie that that's his motherfucking auntie. Running your mouth. You talking too much. That's emotion. Emotional people talk a lot. When you think logically and you speaking, you trying to you trying to build something. Or you strategically trying to destroy something. You know what I'm saying? You trying to destroy these barriers. Within the family. You trying to destroy these barriers. With your kids. You trying to destroy these barriers. With your woman. With your man. This when you. Strategically talking with logic. When you talking with emotion. You like these silly ass niggas. That got sticks and 50 round clips. And switches and all this shit. You shooting everybody. You just letting that motherfucker go. Anybody in the vicinity get hit. You don't care who would destroy, who would hurt. You just emotional. We got to check ourselves when it comes to this shit. Because it's a lot of people dead behind what somebody else said. It's a lot of people in jail off what somebody said. It's a lot of relationships ruined off what somebody said.
out of emotion. And then it takes somebody with logic that's thinking logically to come and use those words, use these words to break down these barriers and build these relationships back. That's what I'm on. I'm on that right now. Because I'm starting to under the, the creator is showing me how these words mean something. Especially when you have some type of status or some type of platform where we come from, it means something. You know what I'm saying? It means something for, you know, the, 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 the biggest drug dealer in the hood. It means something for him to tell you, man, look, fuck this street shit. Stay in school. Everybody might listen, but everybody might not listen. But that shit meant something to one or, one or two or three or four or five of them kids that was looking like me. I want to be like, dog. Man, if I had to do that shit all over again, man, I would have graduated. Fuck all that bullshit. Now, you got certain people that's like, man, you saying that, nigga, but you, you rich. I'm trying to be like you. Emotion. That's an emotional person. The logical person is really listening to what you saying like, man, if I had to do all over again, if I would have just did this, I feel like if I would have just graduated, I could have used my mind to make a better life than this. But I put myself in a position that, you know, now this what I ended up having to do this. I wish I could do it all over again. The logical person to listen to that. The emotional person is looking like, man, I want to be you. You saying that, but you look like you living good. You're not listening with logic. He telling you something missing. Something is missing. But we have to, we, we do what we have to do in life. You got to survive. We got to survive. You know, but sitting back and looking at how I have been in the position to say things that made my life better and also say things to make my life worse. But it gave me an understanding that these things really do mean, these words really do mean something. You know, these words really do mean something. All the social media beef. Niggas in beef over posts. What's somebody saying on a post? You know what I'm saying? If you really some pimping, some hoes get knocked over a post. Some hoes blow over a post. Use your words wisely. Speak life and not death. 
lately, I'm telling the people that I that I care about, I love you more. Not not you know the street the street corner culture shit was yeah love bro no hey man I love you bro I'm holler at you in a minute because somebody might be confused on how you feel about them. Not just your woman. It could be your. It could be your brother. It could be your sister. It could be your mama. It could be your daddy. It could be your kids. Sometimes you need to use them words and let them know. Hey man, I love you. I'm holler at you in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Love, bro. That shit don't mean nothing to me. It's some cool shit to say. Love, bro. Okay. So, you got L-U-V for me. I'm to my L-O-V-E. Hey, man, listen. I love you, cuz. Why you right here? Why you right here in front of me? Excuse me. You finna go do what you gotta do? I'm finna go do... Hey, man, I love you, cuz. I'm gonna holler at you in a minute. Don't use your words for good. Don't make it no secret. Don't make it no, and don't be quiet. On the flip side, you don't like a nigga. Hey man, look, I ain't dog. I don't want you around me. I don't want you around. That shit you did, I don't fuck with that. I don't want you around me, man. And while I'm saying that like that, this made me think about like how the nigga. Eric Holder killed Nipsey Hussle. From what I read, I mean, the, the man Nipsey didn't come at him disrespectful. The man told, hey man, look. They saying, word on the street, you got paperwork on you. You need to go handle that. But he was, the Eric Holder nigga was saying that that shit coming from a person with Nipsey Hussle status in the neighborhood was a death sentence for him. For him to tell mother, for him to say to somebody like, man, dude, the snitch. His word wouldn't stand up against that. Now, I per I mean, you know, that was his his rhetoric, but I personally think he killed the man over some jealousy shit. But who knows? I wasn't there. I don't know them brothers personally. I'm just going off, you know, the the, the shit that was public. The transcripts that was public. But think about it. Think about what he's saying. Them words coming from somebody with his status was a death sentence for him. Which could possibly be true. I've seen it before. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it before. You got certain niggas where it's like they word is value. They not they not looked at as Niggas just randomly talk shit all the time. Like on uh, what movie was that? I'm off into all the uh, off off into all the gangster movies. Um, Goodfellas. When they was talking about Paulie, and he said, "Man, you know, Paulie didn't talk to." Paulie only talked to certain people. He only talked to his brother. He didn't want to hear. He didn't want nobody hearing him talk. He didn't want to talk to nobody. 
You know, he didn't want nobody listening to him. But when Paulie gave the order, it was done because his words were serious. What he had to say was serious. It wasn't just no random talking all the time. Random rhetoric. Because when you talk too much, a person don't stop listening to you. Oh, yeah, man, dude always, dude always, you know, you like the nigga that cried wolf. Oh, yeah, dude always, yeah, he always said, oh, man, what's it, so-and-so, so-and-so said, uh, it's going down at the, oh, yeah, dude always be saying that shit, man. Your words hold no weight, no value. You just talking because you know the English language. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. You talking because you know the English language. Ain't no meaning to what you talking about. You're not building nothing. You're not destroying nothing. You're not manifesting nothing. Like the people that come around and just start lying for no reason. You just lying just to be in a conversation. You talking about who got who got shot and who went to jail, who's doing this, who's pulling out this car, who's pulling out that car, you know, who just bought a house. You talking about everybody's business. Not even knowing it. Ain't nobody even listening. But you will have somebody that holds value that'll say, hey man, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit, man. Go on. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit today, man. And it validates everybody around in the circle that wasn't trying to hear this motherfucker talk shit. They'll start walking away like, yeah, man. This nigga said, ain't nobody trying to hear that. We ain't trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Well, we got to do better with that, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, we got to do better with expressing ourselves to our loved ones. You know, getting the understandings with people that we got problems with. If it's if there's a chance for things to be reconciled and understood for the better, for the good. You know, not just to make somebody comfortable. You don't got to get along with somebody just to make them comfortable if they make you uncomfortable. You know, some relationships wasn't meant to go the distance. Some relationships is just for a season. And some, you know, you connect, you disconnect, and then maybe later on down the line you reconnect. It's all about what you put into it. What type of energy you give it. If you give a negative relationship energy that's what it's gonna be all the time if you start to nourish the positive things in the relationship it got a better chance of flourishing you know but doing better with that you know stop and stop talking out of emotion i know it's hard for i know it's hard for some people some people just high strung hyper emotional you know, but I guarantee you, the things you say when you angry, you will regret. I found myself, when I get angry, I just be quiet. I be quiet and I try to deal with myself. I try to deal with myself first because you can say something to a person that you can't come back from. A person that you really love. You can hurt them and not be able to come back from it. 
because you was mad. Because you couldn't control your mouth. You couldn't control your words. Especially, especially men. Especially if you a man. Stop being hyper-emotional. If you don't know how to be a man, get with somebody that know how to be a man. I don't, I don't, age has no bearing on what I'm saying. You could be 50 years old and still don't know how to be a man. But you learn to be a man from other men. You don't learn to be a man from some woman telling you, that ain't how, that ain't what a man do. That's not manly. Because a lot of women is confused on womanhood. You know, it's all confusing, man. But, you know, we can get through it together. We can get through all this stuff together. We look through If we look out for each other and we care about each other and we try to give each other understanding, an outstanding understanding, you know, we can make it through anything, man. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm going to close out, man, you know, because I didn't took up enough of y'all time for right now, you know, but I'll definitely be coming back with another one, man, you know, so y'all look out for that. But um, one more time, man, congratulations to Sugar Free on that marriage, man. <laughs> y'all said congratulations to Sugar Free, man, you know, players do what they want to, you know what I'm saying, and suckers do what they can, that's what he said, you know, hold him accountable for saying that too. Because a lot of you niggas is suckers and you can't do what you want to do. You doing what you can. You dig? But peace to everybody, man. I'm going to holler at y'all in a minute, man. All right.